guys, and thank you for tuning in. <laughs> this is why. See, bad day. I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. There you go. Now you can say it. Good evening. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Emotionally Empowered Radio. Jeez, it's Tuesday. I'm Ebony. I'm B. And we are here for Open Discussion. Part two, open mic. You guys can see how my day went just based on how I just totally forgot that Blog Talk had their own um, introduction. Mm -hmm. Introduction. I can't even talk today. So, yes, let's talk about a Tuesday. How was your day? It was okay. Hmm. Just okay? It was just okay. So I started off, <clears throat> I had a fantastic day. And then, I don't know. It was just like, it wasn't chaotic at, during towards the end um, or towards um, getting here. But it was just like busy, like extremely busy. I didn't get to cook dinner, anything. But I stayed at work a little later than yeah. I usually do on Tuesdays. I have been blessed to have the entire week off. Come through week off. Whew, thank you, Lord. Okay. And must be nice. Today my mother came over and did some laundry. Shout out to my mama. Thank you, mother. She came over and did some laundry. That's what's up. And um I cooked dinner and stuff for the kids and the man and um did a little bit of work around the house, and I sat and crocheted. Oh, so you've had a peaceful day. Seriously. I had a peaceful... I did my hair. Okay. Because I didn't. I wasn't going to have a bun again okay. today. So you had a peaceful day, and that's always good. I had a quite peaceful uh, day. Okay. Well, yeah. if you guys want to share how your days, how your day went today, we would, we would love to hear it. Make sure you guys share the page. Invite somebody to the page. Do not start a watch party just for us, okay? No, we don't get the views when you start a watch party, so don't do that. Um, I do know last week, though, you guys were starting watch parties, and it did allow people to come into um, – Come into our come into our uh thing. They like like the page and things like that. So that was awesome. So we do just we just kind of want you guys to try to invite them into this one though versus you know starting the watch party. And you guys can still send in your questions or your topics, whatever you want to ask us, whatever you want us to talk about on air tonight. You can still send it to either my inbox or Ebony's inbox. Don't send it to our email. Um, emotionally empowered email. Just send it to either my, my mine's or hers or text us your question if you want it to be anonymous or always can call in. What's the number, Abney? The number is 646-668-2863. Again, that number is 646-668-2863. So let's get this party started. We ha First of all, let me just say this. I feel like... Nobody likes me. <laughs> Do you with your millions, thousands of friends on Facebook? I don't get any questions to my inbox. Like, I literally got a couple. Um, somebody else just sent me one. But, and see, literally, like, 
three questions live because you just got another one. That's three. That doesn't mean that they don't like y'all you. Y'all need to get it together, okay? I mean, geez, Louise. The one that got people calling her off from the hair shop, the whole hair salon got topics and stuff, and I'm just over here twiddling my thumbs, y'all. Come on now. So if you guys know me and Ebony, as you should by now, um, some know Ebony, Ebony personally, some know me personally, and then you guys know us together, you do know that I am the outgoing person. So I talk a lot to other people. And my sister, you know, you know, she's an author. And you know, sometimes they just talk in the books. We're a little introverted. I'm a little Exactly. I'm a little introverted. So I can... Let's just say that they just don't reach out to you because they know that you're like, you know, a little introvert. Okay. Okay, let's go with that. Because that really, you know, could be the case. Okay. We're gonna go with and that. And I'm a just I'm I'm definitely extrovert. I'm definitely you know, you are. You, you know. She's so the outgoing one of the two. Of us. Definitely. So, when they send me questions, that's just, you know, what it is. All and right. sometimes I do twist their hand. As you can see, I put that kind of like nice, nasty message on Facebook this morning. For sure. Yeah. So, sometimes I kind of bully, like, hey, no, this is what you're going to do. And that's what they did. Hey, brother. Hi, brother. Mr. What's what's your name? Live in the live from the living room. My brother has a podcast, guys, that comes on Sundays at three o'clock. Live from the living room. Him and Miss the she's so funny, Paulette Parker. Um and yeah. All right, so you guys go ahead and invite people to the page so we can have because right now we only got five people watching and y'all know that that's not enough momentum to get this this day started. So we gonna go ahead and roll up. Roll out some uh, hey, questions hi. and some topics that we got going on. What is? You can go first. I mean, ask you. Come on, Ebony. Oh, the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting one, and I okay. find this. Um. So are we gonna start high, then come low? Or we gonna start Ooh. low and come high? <laughs> How we gonna start these questions off? We gonna start with the not so deep questions, and then go into the deep questions throughout the night. How you wanna do it? We didn't discuss this before. We we didn't. But um, this one is a little comedic. Okay, go to me. So a young lady asked, um, "I have been secretly smoking weed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got caught last week. Um, I found this weed pen. My question is, how do I tell him that I don't plan on stopping? Wait, who is a him? Who is a him, ma'am? Like, and this is, is this a kid? I want to say this is a, a relationship person. I'm going to let her uh, say Share the page, guys. It's five of you watching. Come on, share the page five times. It should be shared five times already. Good evening, Rashonda. How's your how's life right now? I need you guys to share the page. Send me your topics or your questions right now so we can discuss them as well. She wants to um, tell her, how does she tell her husband that she doesn't want to stop? 
Okay, so the question was, I secretly started smoking weed. I found a weed pen, and now how do I tell my husband that I'm not stopping? Does he smoke weed? I'm assuming not. Okay, so how can you tell? So he doesn't know yet that you're smoking. He does know that she's smoking, but I mean, this is something. This is something that she's gonna continue doing. Right. Well, I honestly think that the best way to go is just to tell him that you're not gonna stop, because I mean, you are an adult. Uh, I definitely do think that it's it shouldn't be kept a secret. The the secrets definitely can blow up. Yeah. You know, and that's something. It could it could not even be a huge issue. Do you plan on being like a wee head? Do you just like plan on doing it occasionally? Like, I guess that's that would be my first question. Um. I so. She said not at all. He's pissed. He doesn't understand. So. Paulette said, say, boy, I'm smoking. I'm smoking. So it's people that are saying, you know, be truthful, say I'm smoking, it is what it is. I feel like as long as I am a firm believer in do what you have to do to get your life all the way together. I do not smoke. I have smoked marijuana before. Mm-hmm. It was not we just made me like way too hyper paranoid and I wanted to be cleaning all the time and I just don't it wasn't not the drug for me. However, I know people who it mellows them out. It helps them to be able to deal with certain situations. Shama said we cute. With life, thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, I just, I think do what you need to do. Do what she needs to do for her is what you're saying. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have, I'm going to be sort of a little bit opposite. Y'all know we kind of always <laughs> kind of a little different. Um, Because I do say do what you need to do for your own peace. But I also think you should do what keeps peace in your home. Um, now, if he... And I don't want to be like, sneak and do it. He, but is he upset because he's totally against weed, marijuana, or is he upset because he doesn't want his wife smoking? Because if he's upset that he because he doesn't want, or he never, you know, he didn't he didn't want to marry a smoker, and now you're a smoker now, um, well, this is what I think she that said. that will definitely cause problems. Yeah, she said it completely mellows her out. It helps her to deal with all the madness. She tried to talk to him. He went crazy. She couldn't even, like, explain it to him. Like, he was totally pissed. But our, So I think that that's now, now communication comes in play because I think that you should ask him, or you may know this about your husband already, Do he was it that he didn't want to be with someone who smoked? He's totally against his wife smoking anything at all. See, and that's going to definitely cause issues because my husband despises smokers. Like, he would never be with a woman that smokes. 
Like, he has been before, but mm-hmm. he hated it. Right. It was a total turnoff to him. So I definitely think that that's something that I ain't telling you to sneak. Not doing that. I'm just telling you that <laughs> anything to keep the peace in your house, but you got to keep your peace too. Now, are you smoking weed because there's something that you're going through emotionally and it's just a kind of like a, a phase thing? But, you know, weed can be so addictive. So, whew. You're right. I, I agree. Because Paulette, Paulette said when she stops smoking, she's moody. But is it something that you can do other than smoke? Like, is this an emotional issue that you're going through where you can go get some counseling and talk about your issues now? She said, like, what if she needs it for her mental health? And I think, listen, and that's a whole different subject. Um, How long have they been together and is it worth losing her relationship? Good question. That's a good question. I'm loving this, this, how she's chiming in. So she said, picked it up and stopped it before, like over the years. She said, she oh, thinks so, it's a phase. So, okay. So, but is it an emotional phase? Is it just to help you like, well, she said to deal with all the madness. Is it like, like, a, is it some, what I'm is asking? Is it keeping you sane? Because is it madness that's just started? Or is this a consistent madness throughout your life? Huh. You get on my nerves with your... Hmm. <laughs> man, oh, man, oh. All right, guys. So for the people that just joined, I need you guys to share the page. It is everybody that is that is watching right now. I need you guys to share the page. Even if you don't stay on the live, I just need you to share the page so that other people can come in and listen to the show. That's it. That's your support right there. Just share the page. We can see when you share the page. So all we need you to do is share it, okay? Hey, um, like our Like our page. Bring people on. Invite people. But for the people that just logged on as well, do not start a watch party. We don't get the views when you start a watch party, okay? I'm going to keep saying that all, throughout the night. We need all the views. If you guys want to call in and chat with us, the phone number is 646-668-2863. Again, that number is 646-668-2863. And it is in the heading of the video. And um, are we going to another question now? Yeah. Our person said it keeps her sane, though. It keeps her sane. So if anybody has anything else for the uh, person that has just, you know, we were just talking about the uh, smoking, the smoking, if anybody else has anything to say, just put it in the comments. We'll go ahead and pin it and we'll read it off so that she can hear throughout the rest of the show. All right. Amen. Come on with your questions or. Well, somebody asked of the two of us who was the most stylish. I thought that was a cute question. Let me. That is cute. uh, That was cute. I'm going to. It's anonymous. It was anonymous. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. I but um, oh, my brother has a comment for the young lady, and what Paula said. Well, sis, don't go insane. My brother said people need to stop letting small things bother them. The only way it's going to hurt the relationship is because you can't let go. Has had to make it into something that's not. She's not hurting anyone by smoking. He said. I think that is a totally. Okay, way to look at it. 
No, okay, so so the only reason that I'm gonna go against your against your comment is because if there's something if there's something that in your relationship or in a woman that's a turn off to to you, uh, Maurice, if it's something that's a turn off to you and you get into a relationship with a woman and that's a total turn off to you and that woman starts to do that or Vice versa, that, you know, you're, my, my man, my husband starts to do that thing that's a total turnoff to me, that can become an issue. That's actually not something small to him. That's something big to him because that's something that he doesn't like. That's a total turnoff to him. So I don't think that that's something small for somebody that is totally against it. Was she a smoker when you met her? She wasn't. Nope. Jerry, she wasn't a smoker when he met her. So that also plays a huge part because that's something that he didn't like in the first place and she didn't do. All right. So read your next question because we kind of interrupted. What you Did you go to another one after the? Um. Well, you want to do the one? I don't know. We was... You said so. You said the stylish question. Oh, so stylish, yes. So somebody asked who was the stylish of the the two, the more stylish of the two of us. I'm gonna just go ahead and answer that and say D. I mean, she's like, she called me extra, y'all. First of all, she She is like totally girly and like all of that stuff, and I'm like not any of that. Um, I have on flip flops right now with socks. Here we go. With socks, I wear stretch pants just about every week. This is a class of 2019. It's cute t-shirt that um was clean. My mama washed it today, and so um I put it on. If y'all could see these heels, this girl got on with this. I just wish you would kick your. Can I please have your shoe? I these are my work clothes. That's number one. So she all the stuff around here every week. Don't get it twisted, please, please. This, this. So I'm not. My ankle would break. I mean, I'm the the the, the sweat pants. That's this cute, but I'm a shoe girl, and my clothes that I have on today, I wore this to work. Um, so I'm totally not the stylish one. So yeah, she called me extra all the time, y'all. It's just what it is, you know. We just it's a running joke, you know. She be like, "Girl, them heels, stuff like that." So. You know, it's just around a joke. My feet would look like sausages if I walked around in the type of stuff she'd be having on every day, all day. My mother is a shoe fanatic. My aunt is a shoe fanatic. My grandmother is a shoe fanatic. I've probably been wearing heels since I could walk. I mean, I seriously. I People come up to me all the time and be like, how in the world do you walk in those? I don't know. It's just what it is <laughs> but <laughs> stylish I never I've never um thought of myself to be you know fashionable though I just get dressed 
And that's just to be honest. <laughs> so do I. Thank y'all. I, I wore Seriously, Chuck's with yes. my wedding dress. Chuck's with so the wedding dress is cute. I did too. I wore Chuck's with That's cute dress. though. Thank y'all. Um, and I do have flats under the table, but here's the thing. I'm not even going to go there. Okay, next thing. Go. So I'm going to go ahead and read this one. This is a very interesting um, topic. Interesting? Um, Like deep. Oh. Is that the one you sent me? Earlier? Or no? Yeah. Okay. So you got to, nope, because I know what you got to do with this one. You have to put it in question form. Because I read it. Are you going to read it like this? <laughs> you can, because that gives everybody the insight of the question, of, you know, the situation. I'll go to a different one while you're reading that. Okay? Yeah. Now, here's a really good question. Now, <laughs> this is going, this question is, you ready? Um, I was, but go, go ahead. ahead. Nope, nope, go ahead, because I, I want you to read that. So, I'm going to paraphrase the question. Um, So, this young lady was dealing with this guy. Um, he invited her over. She was horny. Um... The first time, she didn't give him none, and so, well, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. She went to his house the first time, she didn't give him none. Um, I don't know if it was the first time, but I'm paraphrasing. That's why you should have just read it like she wrote it. She didn't give him none, and so um, the other time, she was ready. Like, she was horny, she had been out, she was she was hot and ready, she was trying to get it. Um, he turned her down. Um, somebody told her the man was being a gentleman. Um, they kind of almost took it to third base, but he turned her down. Um, she's taking it as rejection. She kind of went off. He doesn't really, um, want to talk to her anymore. She has never met a guy who wasn't into having sex. So truthfully, she didn't really know how to react. Um, you know, she's been cheated on a lot, so she was having some insecurities, and, you know, she felt like he was possibly, you know, dropping her off or, you know, going to be with somebody else or whatever. What do you guys think was the situation? Do you think he was being a gentleman, or do you think that um, maybe he just wasn't into her? So I think I got it all right. Are you reading it? Yeah. Okay. I knew somebody was. I knew somebody was gonna put this. Sierra, I was. I was thinking it. So somebody was gonna put it because Sierra, she smelled. I'm not with y'all today. <laughs> I knew somebody was gonna. So I'll go into the part of that. He just have standards. Maybe he wanted to have to work for it. Yep, I agree with that too. It could have been older, or maybe he like aggressive women. Agree with that. I think that all of those are good reasons. Um. So, how she deals with rejection. 
she was automatically going to take it this way. Right. She, she's, what she called herself is good. Right. She's going to, she wants to take it anyway. Because she always has these insecurities already. Right. So, it could have been a number of things that, that was already listed here in, in our comments. Uh, the next comment, Tina said, maybe he just didn't want sex with her. Um, no, because that's not nice because almost it, no, it was going there. It was not. So that, that's definitely not it. It's something else. Um, I'm going to go the different way. Maurice, this reminds me of our conversation of planning hard to get. <clears throat> so you think he was playing hard to get? I, because I, I honestly <laughs> see that it was some definitely some issues there. Yeah. Um, and again, it could have been a number of other things. She was too aggressive. But then it, then you have to look at, well, maybe she wasn't too aggressive because he was feeling that. He was feeling it. You he know, was, initially he was feeling it. He was initially feeling that. We could go with the maybe she had an odor, but did she, you know, we then we would have to go into... She didn't have an odor when they almost when they went to third base. So you know, did she have a did she drop her pants and then she had an odor and he stopped it. So it's so many different things. But because she deals with reject rejection and insecurities already, she couldn't. She would. She wasn't even able to communicate that with him. Right. You know, she automatically took offense. Right. And oftentimes, I think. As women, we take offense. I know. I just it just happened to me yesterday. I I do think that the fact that you that she went off made it worse. Made it much worse. And he probably will never mess with her again. Probably because she didn't even communicate what the issue was. Right. Because there was an issue, but she didn't even. She should have just asked exactly. But she didn't communicate that with him. Because she already deals with rejection and insecurity. She's been cheated on. So in that moment, not only that, she deals with low self-esteem. So there are so many things that went with this. Yeah. So many. Like Jerry. Jerry said maybe he had a feeling that having sex with her would have led him down a path that he really didn't want to take. Like maybe her being stalkerish. I mean, that could be. So the question, ooh, babe, that was a long question. That was, man. And Sierra said he probably thought having sex would complicate things. So for the person who asked the question, um, I would say maybe instead of immediately taking offense, you maybe should learn how to communicate some of the things that you've been through Mm -hmm. um, to people when things don't go your way Ask. What the situation was, you know, you could have just been like, "What's the deal?" You know what I'm saying? I'm not used to this. I've never had anybody approach me in this way. I've never had anybody to, you know, turn me down. What's the deal? And that could be another issue because I think, um, I think women, some women have that. I'm never gonna get turned down thing, you know, like I'm the baddest chick and I'm never gonna get turned down. Niggas gonna. A, a nigga gonna always want to mess with me, sleep with me, and he just wasn't that guy. And the fact that you know he left, let me read it again. Um, he dropped her off. He dropped her off. 
You know, because he was honestly a gentleman for dropping her off because she had already cussed him out. Right. And she had already went off, and some dudes would have just been like, you know, you can just go and, and lift home. You know, that's just what it is. So he was a gentleman. But I think, honestly, she just should have communicated what her issue was, why, just like you just said. You know, because she didn't have to tell him she deals with insecurities and rejection, but, you know, he probably honestly had never messed with her again. And... All these things listed could be possible of what went wrong in that. Exactly. So, she's already, already made up in her mind what the man he was. Maybe he wanted it the first time she didn't give it up. So, maybe, but they went to real far, even the second hook. So, mm-hmm. she was getting ready. They was they was close. I don't know. You read, you got something else? Go. At least after off, I would have told her to walk after you cussed me out. Walk? You pay for a lift? <laughs> uh, All right. So we're going to go to a really good question. I need you guys to invite some guys. It ain't about sex. <laughs> no. So I have to invite some on because I don't want it to be overpowered by just all women on the topic that we're about to bring up. And I hope my friends still on. We need to be on. Not listening. Paulette, please make him listen. Go pick him the phone. <laughs> I don't know if my husband is watching. He was. He's not now. Okay, so uh, let's see how many guys on here. Your brother is on. Okay. My husband and Pastor Tonyo. All right, so the question is, can a woman raise a boy to be a man? Ooh. Can a woman raise a boy to be a man? Now, before I even answer, I want you guys to go ahead and put some of the some comments up because I want to know what you guys think. You got something? You got a... Um... I think the most obvious answer is yes. Um... Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I think that it would be beneficial to that man if there were some strong male role models around him? to further strengthen him into a even greater man. I I agree 100%. Um I think so. I think so. All right. So, I invited some men and I'm now bowing out this question. But I have to be really really honest and agree. There okay. are some things I had a daughter for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy for me to raise her to be a woman because I'm a woman. There were things that I did with my son that my husband had to tell me was not okay. So my son has sisters and he also has a, a big brother. Uh, big brothers, but 
with his sisters, they have baby dolls and stuff like that. I thought it was okay. What now? Listen. <laughs> wait, wait. I pause. I'm so I want to pause. What? I thought it was okay. Why? For him, he was a baby. He was little. How old? He was like two. Too old. I thought it was okay. Um, what was he doing with the baby that you thought was okay? He was doing things that a person should do for a baby, like rock the baby. Nope. Why is that not okay? <clears throat> he was too. He was mimicking things that he's seen in his environment. I don't believe men rock babies. So I'm not saying that you have to like snatch it away and say no, 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 no. And I know some men that are like totally like. H, no, don't you touch it. So it's, I'm not so, saying that it's like that, but you did you. So, how long was you gonna let him play with a baby? He was a baby, it was a baby. I did not have a problem with him playing with this baby. Um, let me pin these comments. I can't wait. Um, you go ahead and keep talking. So, Antonio said, Ebony, I agree, you need some strong, positive men to help on the journey. Um, men have to know how to be dads. Dads rock babies. Um, somebody said, <laughs> you, see, see, not about, I, you can't whoop him. He said, I beat his ass after I told him it wasn't okay. And he wouldn't, you know, pick At it two, up. You was whooping him for that? Here's the, this is, I'm saying, so there's things that I felt were okay for him. Mm-hmm. And my husband was totally like, no, we don't do that. Like, for example, this is another one. This is a perfect example. Ooh, Antonio. Oh, he said he would pop him if he ever picked it up. Um, Ooh. Antonio said, but most women I see are trying to raise their sons to be their man. True. Mm, That's 100% the truth. That's the truth. Um, Okay, so I'm a woman. I ride in a car. My purse is always next to me. Whoever sits in the front seat. I just immediately hand over my purse. Mm-hmm. Now, Jamel has never really been big enough. I don't know where we were going, but he was small. And every time it's always a big person in the in the front seat. It's most oftentimes it's Tamisha or even Sabrina or whatever. Usually it's one of the girls in the front. And so when he got in the front, finally he was like, Can I hold your purse? Mm-hmm. Everybody who sits in the front always holds. I automatically pass my purse over. Mm-hmm. It's not okay for him to hold my purse? It's not okay that he asks. This is what he sees happen every single time. I No, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying he was wrong. You were. Because that, that to me... Is a is like a nope. Mm-mm. That's a line. It's certain things. Well, so here's the thing. I will admit to being oblivious to a lot of things. And, and I, but, but that's fine because you're a woman, though. I'm so oblivious to a lot of stuff, and so that's what I'm saying. Where and I didn't mean that. Wait, let me rewind. I didn't mean that women are oblivious to things. Because you just no. so said it like that. I didn't. I meant as far as certain things with the with with the with man, boys with, with boys, men yeah. and boys and stuff like that. So yes, 
I have to admit that there are some things that I did that were certainly um, uncalled for, air quotes, that a lot of people wouldn't do. Um, yeah, so, and I mean, this whole boy into a man thing, um, and so Paulette said, I feel like he's being a gentleman. I think so, too. Um, and he's a boy boy, like, you know what I mean? Like he's a whole boy. Um, but he's also a gentleman and he's sensitive. I do believe. And I think that's the part that I give to him. You know, he's sensitive, but he's a whole boy. He got a whole daddy and big brothers and he does crazy stuff, but I just feel like, so there's equal amounts of things that have to be brought to the table, but can a woman do it by herself? Absolutely. I agree. A woman definitely can, I, I believe a woman definitely can raise um, a boy. My husband was raised by a single mother. My husband, um, yep, my husband was raised by a single mother. My oldest son was raised, you know, I raised my oldest son. Right. Um, my, my aunt, right. So I know a lot of single mothers that have raised their sons. To be, right, to be great men and um so i guess my question to the people to anyone that said no a woman can't raise a man why a boy to be a man my question is is when your if your husband was raised by a single woman and then he has you guys have a son together okay can he not raise his son now because he was raised by a single mother? So because I go into that thought like, well, how can't a woman raise a man, a boy to be a, a great man? She can. Now, I agree with Ebony. He will need some 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 men in his life to direct him in different paths that honestly, we, we just we can't we, just, do. we don't know Period. or we'll know and they won't lift, they won't take it from us because there's some things that my son or my, my boys, um, they'll listen to me, discuss it with them, or I can sit down and have a conversation with them. But the way that I explain it to them, it's not the way that it, it should, it would be beneficial to them coming from a man. If, because my son has come to me and he said, I, I understood when James told me. I didn't understand, you know, you told me, but, you know, it was just kind of, it didn't make sense to me. My son's also, the purse thing, my son's never, like, held my purse or anything like that. But I've told my son's time and time again, like, hey, go in my purse and grab this. My Our youth pastor told my sons to stop going in my purse. And he told them one time, he told them why. He said, you don't go in a woman's purse. You're a young man. You don't go in her purse. My sons don't touch my purse no more. Period. But they're teenagers though now. They're right. not little kids. Right. Um, so so I, what do you think about this comment? A man without a father or positive male influence will lack or need growing in certain areas. Say it again. A man without a father or a positive male influence will lack or need to grow in certain areas. I agree. I agree because honestly, any man, I, I believe any man on here that that has also agreed and said yes, 
know, they, a single woman or a mother can't, um, a woman can raise a boy to be a man. I also think that those men, if they were a product of a single mother, I also think that those men had positive men around them, a coach, a pastor. You know what I'm saying? There was some men influence around you to get you to a certain point uh, or or help you to understand or give you, deposit something in you that just we couldn't give you as a woman. Now, because honestly, it should it's, a, it's, a, it's supposed to be a mother and a father. Right. To, to raise a child, even a man. Right. So, nothing wrong with him holding it or asking. I'm, I'm not disputing it, you know. My sons don't hold my purse. It's not because... Um, It's not because I'm going to be like, oh, you holding my purse, that's gay type thing. I don't... I'm not... That's not me at all. I don't even... That's not even the first thought that comes to mind. Now, I know some women that are woo, like that, and I know some fathers that are like that, but that's not my first thought. I just, I don't, I don't have a reason for you to hold my purse. I just don't. I don't have a reason to say, here, hold this. Even when my husband, if I tell my husband to hold my purse, he's like, look, giving me a look like, come on now. You only got so much time. You only got a couple seconds, and literally, he'll give me a couple seconds. So... To each his own. Women cannot raise a man. It takes a village, and my and my male friends and his coaches are what help. I would be lost if I had to do this on my own. So that's kind of what we just said: a male influence, like a coach, friends, male friends. <laughs> you guys are funny. I mean, we got good people doing the opposite. There are single men raising little girls. Doesn't that mean those girls won't be? Does that mean those girls won't be girls? I don't think so. My dad, for a, a nice period of time, we stayed with my dad. We would go to my mom's maybe every weekend, every other weekend. So my dad, you know, for a, a large period of time, raised us. There was definitely things that we needed from our mother. There were definitely things that we needed from our mother that if she was working or whatever the issue was that she couldn't fulfill those things, we sought out other women for. And I mean, that's just being honest. So if we had not had those women influences in our lives or my mother didn't get us on the weekends and we was just, it was just all my dad, it would definitely be a whole lot of stuff that we was missing as women. A whole lot. So, and I'm saying women influence and everything like it would be a whole lot of stuff if we didn't have a whole lot yeah I think you gotta be a certain type of dude like um yeah so my brother said I raised my daughter on my own and she's definitely going to be a great woman but she has multiple female right she so we're not saying if you doing it and but if you didn't have if she didn't have her aunt, her grandmother, your girlfriend, or something like that around, there would be things that she would miss. That's not to say that she's not going to be a great woman, but she does need women influences in her life yeah. to help her to become the woman she needs to be. I, I mean, that's just my opinion. My opinion only. Yeah. Antonio had a comment that went with the 
He said that he has some great men in his life. Um, I do remember seeing that. He said it's done. It's done all the time in the black community, and I see some great black men. However, there will be hurt because a son always wants his dad, so there will be wounds. Yep, totally agree with that. There will be uh, wounds, even 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 when men don't want to admit that there are wounds from um, the father lacking in areas. So, uh, let's see. Are we going to the next topic, or do you guys still <laughs> want to stay on this topic of can a woman raise a man, a boy to be a man, or can we move on? I think we can move on. We can move on. Oh, yeah, it's 840. We're definitely moving on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. We should do. How do you deal with brokenness in a relationship when the other half doesn't think anything is wrong? Well, how do you deal with brokenness in a relationship when the other person doesn't think anything is wrong in the relationship? Mm. Wait, let's pause. Lorenzo, what are we talking about? See, people don't want that hurtful truth. Let me go back up. Let me see. Sometimes women raise men to be soft and feminine. I agree. I, I do agree. And I don't think they always do it purposely. But that doesn't mean that, to me, that doesn't mean that a uh, woman can't raise a man. Because I honestly, I, my question is to you, Sierra, if, since you're saying no, she can't raise him to be a man, what about that? So my husband, I, we will use my husband because he's a product of a single mother. My husband was raised by his mom, and now we have boys. Because he was raised by his mom, and he only got that part of it, okay? Not to say his dad wasn't around, but he, he was raised by his mother. So do that, does that mean that my husband can't raise our boys to be men because he didn't get that father, that whole, the father for for his period, whole period of childhood does that mean that because it would have to go hand in hand he said women are more accepting of the lack of manhood Lorenzo yeah I'm not I'm not that I'm not in that majority but you are right women are accepting some of these women these days, a lot of some, them. A lot of them. A lot of them um, encourage encourage the feminine side of men. They encourage it. They encourage the... Please don't take this wrong. They encourage... Because everybody... I, I gotta... I gotta listen to... I hear my husband in my ear. Okay. He'd be like, because of the platform, y'all, you can't Lorenzo, say everything right. you want to say. So, example with what he's saying, it's, I'm not saying that we shouldn't accept gay men. I'm not saying that. But it is very acceptable, like, it's encouraged almost from some women, you know, from that, it's encouraged for some women to see her gay best friend twerking. 
that's encouraged. You know what I'm saying? And I and I think, you know, we have kind of like just throughout we we we've allowed as women we mm-hmm. just be like it's so encouraging. It's so oh be this, be that. That's because of today's society. That is today's society, but that's why I think that that's a lot what he's saying. Like it's yeah. it, it's it's encouraged now. He said men have been so emasculated and women are so unladylike, especially over the last ten years. I, Ooh, my husband said it's a reverse that is, world. That is true. That we live in. These are good. Yeah. Well. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't love gay men. Of course, my oldest son is gay. So. I'm not saying that at all, okay? I'm not saying that at all. And I ain't just putting his business out here. People know, you know, this isn't something that he keeps a secret or anything like that. He's a, he's an adult. Um, well, he's just more widely he's acceptable. Just, it's not as cliche um, as it was so hush-hush back in the day. We got all of this stuff going on on TV. Look at Empire. Look at, you know, it's just, like you said, it's more encouraged. It is encouraged these days. It's very, it's encouraged. It's not so um, a hush hush thing, or you know, so exactly, Lorenzo. And I think that that plays a part because there is some things that I know we kind of going off topic. I believe we are. There is some things that I don't. Me and me and my husband, me and James, do not allow. It's okay, Simone. He, you know, he. It's okay. Um, there is some things he's really lovable, so you know he easy to love. There are some things that me and my husband will not allow in our home because we still believe in him carrying himself as a young man, no matter what. Right. And that a lot of times that is what some people don't even know. Right. Because there is some things that we draw the line at. It's just not. It's just not gonna. That line isn't gonna be crossed in our home. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that he's in there over the top. What he does out, he's 19 years old. What he does out with his friends, I don't have no say over that. But when he's in my home, when he's in the home of me, Dewana and James Coleman, he has to carry himself like a young man. There's no if ands, buts about it. Right. Period. Yep. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is. Question number five. Question number five. I was trying to read some of the comments. Um, oh, wait. So, go back to the brokenness question. How do you deal with brokenness in a relationship when the other half doesn't think anything is wrong? You ready? Um, yeah. How do you deal with brokenness in a relationship and the other person doesn't think that there is anything wrong? Um, how often do you think this happens, see? When one party in a relationship is totally broken and the other person is oblivious to it, um, and they don't think that there's an issue. Are you asking me? Mm-hmm. I wasn't reading. What you say? How often do you think this occurs? What? In relationships. Where one person is broken and the other person doesn't see a problem. Often. I, I don't, I think it's, it, well, I think it's, 
I can't say often. I don't want to put a how often for me. Um, because I think it comes with different. Y'all know my biggest thing is communication. So I think if you lack, one of the things is if you lack communication in your relationship, then you won't know what the broke, you know, because you, you would need to know what the brokenness is. And if the other person doesn't think is anything is wrong, then that means some communication is broken up there. Because the uh, uh, if, if if there's brokenness, prime example, there's been times in my in in my marriage where I felt so alone. You know, married, I felt so alone. Um, I didn't know how to bring it at the time when this was going on. I didn't know how to address it to my husband mm-hmm. without me being rah rah rah. Black woman attitude. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to address it, so the brokenness stayed. It wasn't repaired. It wasn't. I wasn't healed. You know, there was no healing process because I never communicated to my husband. These are the areas that I'm broken in. These are the areas that I'm feeling alone in. But when we did start communicating, or vice versa, the things that he was on, that was on his heart. He never communicated them to me because he's not a communicator. Right. So when we began to communicate, no lie, when we began to communicate, that's when the healing started. When we began to communicate the different things in our relationship that were broke, our our marriage has went to a different level because of communication. We had to communicate the area that I'm broken in, the area that I'm lacking in, the area that he's lacking in, the area that he's broken in, it couldn't be what it was is a, I'm pointing my finger at him, he pointed his finger at me. There was no communication. It was just you, 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 or it was me doing this, you, 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 and him doing this. So these are some comments that um, you talked about communication. My brother said communication is nothing without understanding. This is absolutely true. Lorenzo said, I think a lot of women want a man to fix them. That's not our job. Only God can fix you. Um, Men kind of shut down because we don't also know how to put it out there from being hushed so much. Um. I agree. I think that communication is key when, but I also, and I hate to say, I think communication is key, but I also feel like if you are a person in a relationship and you're broken and you've communicated it to that person, what if that person doesn't know how to handle it? What if nothing ever happens the the other person still doesn't think then I think that there's an issue because this is the type of stuff that I think happens more often than we think in relationships. And well, some people just don't know how to handle it. Some people just don't know how to communicate it. Well, I can answer that from, from my own experience. There was, there was a period where, I told James where my brokenness, where my brokenness place. I told him that place that I was in, and he didn't, he didn't see anything wrong. Like it in his mind, well, no, he didn't see anything wrong for for a while. 
um, when he began to see something wrong, it was like, well, it's always me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, of course you're going to feel some type of way. You, you, you feel like I'm always doing something wrong. Um, we have to go to counseling. So I think communication, you communicate with your mate, in the, the relationship you communicate. And if that communication doesn't work, like if things aren't solved, if things doesn't change, if healing doesn't start, if understanding isn't happening, I definitely think third party is, 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 would be the next step. Counseling. And you're going to ask me, what if counseling don't work, right? No, that's not what I was going to say. What was you going to say? Because I see your mind and your mind is giving some good thoughts out. So go ahead and ask me. I wasn't going to ask anything. Okay. So, yeah, so communication, if communication doesn't work, and this is my, this is my marriage, I'm not, because I don't know, this person was anonymous, so I don't know if they haven't had communication, but I know that they haven't did counseling. So I will say communication, if communication doesn't work, try third party. Okay. And counseling is not, it doesn't always work for everybody. So, Mr. Hardy said men are much more likely to be hushed to protect feelings. Women will want to hear the truth but really can't handle the truth. Um, why are black women always coined angry when we get upset like Asian women, Mexican women, white women? They all scream too. Um, I don't feel most men understand how to fix a woman's brokenness. We need to lead them in the right direction to help us. Our communication needs to be very specific and on point and for them. On point. Angela, Chrissy, cousin, that was a great, great, great comment. And you might get scorned from some women in here, you know, except me. But that's the truth, though. That that's is the truth. The, that is the God honest truth. We, we don't. We have to realize that. I want to say your husband just said this. We have to realize that the way that the men communicate, and we all know that communication has three parts. So the way that com the men communicate with their listening skills, they don't hear us the way that we give it out all the time. And we honestly have to be really, really direct with them. We don't like to be direct. Not all of us. Most of us, we do not like to give it direct. We like to break it up in parts, one, or we like to sugarcoat it, two, because we, 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 what, either what we're not trying to do is piss them off even more, or we're not trying to make it seem like we so like rah, rah, rah. So that's two. And then the third thing is that they're, they're totally different from us. So we give it to them the way I'm the way I would have a conversation with you. That's the same way we give it to them. It, they ain't gonna understand it. Me and you can sit in here and have a conversation that me and Coleman or you and Hardy will have, and I can uh, assure you that the way that you and I understood it with the things that how we said it, because we're gonna jump over the hurdles and say it, we gonna understand each other exactly. They ain't gonna get Dang it. what? And then they're going to be like, you didn't say that, though. No, but I did. Yes, I did. And they're going to say, no, you didn't. This is what you said. That's exactly what I just said to you. No, this is what you said. They're going to give it to us exactly how we said it. 
and it ain't. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna. Either. Not at all. We oof. We gotta get it together. <laughs> Look, we gotta get it together. Do y'all know how many? Listen. Oh, we got a lot of questions. Okay, so go ahead and read them. He said, or y'all delivery is it's at the poor wrong piss. Our delivery time. is poor piss. When we're in the middle of an argument, it's not the time to talk about how you're feeling. <laughs> Amen. Okay. I, okay. Because y'all don't hear it when we are in the middle of a, okay. He I, totally doesn't. Yep. Okay. He don't really give a fuck when we're in the middle of an argument how okay. I feel. So that's what that is. That ain't what black men like, though. It's a lie. What are we talking about? Be specific. If you, because sometimes, sometimes, um, Terry, if you if you comment and like we already then talked about it, it'll come through, and we don't even know. I don't know what you're talking about half the time because I got to go all the way back up to the comments unless you specifically say what you're what what you're talking about, like what it's regarding. Okay. Um, you read your husband's comment. He said at all. He was. He know. I know. He don't give a fuck when we have no argument about what I'm. Tina says sometimes they they don't want you to be direct. Um, you're right. Their pride gets in the way. They don't want us to be direct all the time. Um, for my husband, he definitely wants me to be direct. He wants me to give it to him exactly how I'm feeling. The minute I go into being what he calls. You you went around the park to ask me the question that you wanted to ask me. So the minute I do that, he on he doing this, and he him doing this. Oh, ooh, ooh. him doing that. Oh Jesus, that takes me to a whole nother. I ain't even Dewana no more. That takes me to a whole nother place. Okay, but I'm getting better. I'm 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 working on me. I'm getting better with that whole thing. But yeah. All right. You read all the comments. You want to go? So Jerry Jerry's comment can just be a top, you know, a question or a topic that we talk about. So if you want to hop in that comment. What? That she said she can care less if her husband's mashing no. sugar color. Angry black women oh, thing. Yeah. Thanks, cause I was raised. And I seriously dominant household with two brothers, no sisters, and I have three sons. So you already know what it is. So you should have came on here when it said when we asked the question of can a can a woman raise a boy to be a man? You would have been perfect for that. Um, let's see. We got five new comments. That ain't what black men like, though. It's a lie. My bad. The only. The only fix is to face it yourself and want to change. If you don't want to fix yourself and want to be better, you're not going to be. Your partner can stop you from, your partner can, can't, I'm assuming, can't stop you from being broken. I could care less, okay. Uh, I hate that. I don't know what we're talking about. When you go around the park to ask a question. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. It's it's really that goes back to what you were saying about our poor piss delivery. I don't know if you called our delivery poor piss, but sometimes our delivery is poor. Mine is. I'll go with mine. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Stick to one thing. What are you really mad about? What if it's not something that we're mad about though? What it's if it's plethora? What if it's something that we are just trying to get, get you to understand? understand? Boom. See, you see that? 
We had the same thought. Now they wouldn't have been able to catch our thought like no. that. Yeah, you know. Um, all right, go to the next question. This one is interesting. You ready? Ma'am. If your husband Ooh. had Ooh. a child Woo. outside of the marriage and you decided to stay, do you have to let the child in your home? Let me read that one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> if your husband had a child outside of the marriage and you decided to stay, do you have to let that child in your home? Well. And go. And go. Well, people, you want to answer first? It's not the child's fault. Mm-hmm. Can we be honest? Mm-hmm. Listen. It's not the child's fault. Mm-hmm. It would take me a long, 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 <laughs> say long time to the ten power. Long, long, long time to be accepting of that entire situation. Okay. So all of these comments are like, yes, she has to accept the child. Um, and that, you know, she said, they say, yes, she has to accept the child. I'm going to say that if you choose to stay, you've got to deal with it. How you feel about that, D? Because you... I'm just, because, listen, y'all better, you know, I think that everybody out here is so quick to be like, yes, yes, you have to, you have to, yes, because that's what everybody is saying, Mm -hmm. but I'm really, like, internalizing this whole situation. Listen, Mm -hmm. I promise you, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, fuck you, baby. (laughs) Like. On. Like I know I'm not the only person who will just be like, no. Oh, so it's gonna take me some time. Like, period. I'm not what. So I'm gonna read the question one more time. The the question is, if your husband had a child outside of the marriage and you decided to stay, like you decided to stay with your husband, you you decided to accept the 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 infidelity. You exi- you decided that you were going to stick it out with your marriage and you stayed, do you, as the wife, have to let the child in your home? That is the question. So I had to, you know, gather my own thoughts. Like this question has been, you know, sitting there ready for us for about an hour now. So I'm going to say if, if, I decided to stay, then eventually, yes, I would have to accept the child into, let the child into my home. Eventually. Um, I would expect 
nothing less but understanding and patience from my husband. Yeah, it's. I'm not saying I wouldn't accept the child, obviously, because yes, I decided to stay, and yes, is the right, the correct answer. Period. But is it gonna take me some time? We're not talking about no. You two we go is over here nope. because I'm not telling happening. you, it's probably not gonna not be happening. that fast. So, and and here's the other thing. Period. I I I'm I, I hear. I mean, I see all you everybody saying that it's not the child's fault it's and all not. of that. We're not made. I'm not saying that it is the child's fault, but it's not. It's also not my fault. He can. I I feel like you can still be a father to your child. You got to give me some time though. Um, and I'm not saying five either, Eugene. Talking about once the child gets five, he can come to the house. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm. I I disagree. I believe that it has to be. You have to give that woman. Because just because she accepted it or said she's going to stay, that doesn't mean she's not still trying to heal from this brokenness place. So, one, you're going to bring your child in the house, and she's going to still be real honoring and pissed at you, and she gonna, it ain't going to be right. So, one, you want to give that your wife some time to heal. So I and think that that's what important. woman, whoever the side chick was, let's just be real. Ain't going to want their child over there. They're not going to want their kid over there like that anyway. And then when they do... Well, you know these women are different now. So. They is different. But, I mean, you got to think about that's a whole situation that has to be encompassed. And I'm not immediately going to be that comfortable with you and Side Bay and New Bay and Bay Bay. I'm just not going to be... It's, no. So, I don't think so, Tina. Tina said if you don't, he'll be back at the door <laughs> at, at, at the other woman's home. So, I don't think so. Um, because I know of someone that that has, <laughs> that husband has had a child. And it's been probably maybe like eight, nine years. And that child has still has not been welcomed into their home because the husband, he he was he was remorseful, you know he, and he doesn't want to cause any type of trigger to his wife. He still sees his child. He just does. He still sees his child. He still takes his children with his wife to spend time with his child. They go places. They go on outings, but he doesn't bring that child to the home, and. When I've asked her before of why he doesn't, or you know what what's that whole situation, she said he they have they sat down and had a conversation, and he said he'll never disrespect her like that because he's already disrespected her by getting the girl preg getting the girl pregnant. He said it wasn't enough that he had sex with her; he got the girl pregnant. He said so he would never disrespect his wife and bring the child to the home. He said there's no need for the child to come to the home. He still sees his child. A girl. He still sees his daughter, and his children still see their sister. But spend a night? No. I even think that they've got like you know like weekend vacation. He's took taking his children on vacation. The wife didn't go. That's strange, though. I don't think so. Nine years. That's a little strange. I don't think so. I think it's a little strange. I don't think so. Um, so, and Tina said that child is going to have issues with that woman. Uh, people think that's crazy. 
Sterling said, the intimacy of having another child, I don't think emotionally male or female would easily accept. I know I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I'm a, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I'm a woman. So, I'm, no, uh, no, like, I'm sorry, but I'm just, I'm being really, 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 really honest. Um, eventually, yes. Immediately, no. Mm-hmm. Nope. Is there some more comments? Um, that would probably make the man resent his wife, said my husband. He doesn't resent his wife, um, because he feels like he committed the adultery and he committed the, the act of having this baby, so he feels like it shouldn't be put onto his wife. We have a caller. Good, good, good. Who is it? I want to say it's Jerry. Mm-hmm. It is. Caller, um, you are on the air. I just want you all to know y'all got the wrong area code on the call-in number. I tried to call three times and was dialing the wrong number. Oh, did I put it in wrong? It's 646. Six. What six did eight I put? Eight. Oh, it's Lord. Six Can I edit? Can we edit? Okay. Sorry, Jerry. Thank you for letting us know, darling. You're welcome. But I did have a comment. I feel like if you knew that he got another girl pregnant, you had nine months to figure out if you wanted to say. If you decide to say, then damn it, you better accept that baby and everything that come with it. You can't just be like, fuck that baby. That baby didn't ask to be here. Your husband was a piece of shit. That's your fault if you decided to say. Why are you going to treat the baby any different? That baby still has other siblings, if they have other kids. And then what why does the baby kind of, why why does the baby have to come to the home? Why can't he I'm not saying that he can't be a father, but I, why does the baby have to enter my home? Okay, so if something happens to that baby's mom, God forbid, where mm-hmm. does that baby go? If some if the mama gets into a car accident, if the mama get, goes into the coma, if the mama dies, so you just gonna say, mm-hmm. oh well, you can't come stay with me? No, but see, that's not the place that I'm in. That that wouldn't be the place that I'm in at the moment. So we have to talk about the present. The present, we can't. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to hypothetically say what if something happened to her because if something happened to her and I decided that I accepted my husband, then of course, well, and not a, not just even of Let course, give you but of course that the child went to the home. But hypoth- if we're saying that, what. Why do I have to the child in the home? I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to do You got some echo, Jerry. Turn us down a little bit. That's the background. I'm trying to turn it down. No. Yeah. What I'm saying is because you accepted that man already. You've already accepted the man. You've accepted the child. That child still has other siblings that they need no, to bond no, no. with. That child... She didn't accept. She didn't. She, what is she saying? She don't accept the child yet. Because isn't it? Is it not fair that my husband. So my husband committed adultery. He messed up. He had a baby. I said to them. 
part, so I'm gonna accept my my husband still, right? I didn't say uh-huh. to death do I didn't say to death do us part, and I have to accept the illegitimate child into my home. And I'm not again. I'm not saying that this man should not go take care of his child, should not spend time with his, should not make sure his siblings see his child because <laughs> I think that that's important. But why do I have to? That's that's all I want to ask everybody. Is why because is it that I have to? Huh? That is the right thing to do. And if the shoe was on the other foot, you would want somebody to do it for you. Well, you are. But if the shoe, the but if the shoe was on the other baby, foot. That ba- that baby is if now a part of your life foot, and a Jerry, part of your family and a part of your household. Period. Point blank. If the if the shoe was on the other foot, we know dang on well a man ain't gonna accept the fact that we got a, we got pregnant by another man. You've accepted that baby. You've ex- that that baby. No, is no, no, no. Nobody said we accepted the baby. Family. Period. Point blank. Period Nobody point said blank. we accepted the baby. I said I accepted my husband. No, you decide to say you accepted the baby. Period. I disagree. If you decide to stay with <laughs> somebody after they cheated on you and had another baby, you were okay with infidelity and you were okay with the baby. No, okay. I'm not that. No, 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 I'm not okay with infidelity because I've been, I, I've, I've had infidelity and I'm not okay with. I'm infidelity. not saying that you're okay with. You're okay with that infidelity. You're okay if you decide to stay. You have to. You are okay with that child and that child deserves to be a part of that that family and that household. That's just Nobody my personal. Nobody said that the baby couldn't be a part of the the family. Just I, all I'm asking is but why is it said that the child has to come into my home? If it, if if the baby is a part of your family, then it's a part of your home. No, nope, the baby is a part of him. No, once you accepted that baby, that baby is a part of you. Once I never you said say, I accepted. The, the question the question is never said that she accepted the child. She said she accepted her husband back. She accepted her husband. She accepted the mistake. She didn't leave, so she accepted uh, that baby. So, so just it's like, not, just so, like just like when my daddy. Okay, now, now my I was already with my daddy when you know he married his second wife. My his second wife hated me. She couldn't stand me. Why did she have to come stay here? Like my daddy told her, because that's my child. Point blank and period. End of discussion. She never asked the question ever again. And that's just how it is because that's his child. Period. I hear you, but it's women out here that will still say the same thing. Like, why is it that I got to? They should have thought about it before they decided to stay. That's all I'm saying. I mean, but you, you, (laughs) you said, you said, I stay with my husband. That doesn't mean I'm healed. That means I'm healing from something, or I'm trying to heal from something. So now you bring in the child into our home. So do I? Do she completely heal, or does that not matter anymore? Well, she gonna have to figure out a way to heal, but she gonna have to figure out how to way to heal and deal with that child at the same time and the husband and the infidelity. You can't so basically because now now that child feels anymore. like the child is a part of the problem. The child was never a part of the problem. Your your cheating husband was a part of the problem. But she but the child still seeing their father. So what about the child's other? Does the child have other siblings? The child still seeing their siblings too. I gave up. I, I gave. A, 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 a whole scenario of somebody that I personally know that the husband takes his child, his children, to see his their sister. He spends time with child, his daughter. I'm pretty sure that child still feel isolated, like she don't like me because of something you did. That's not fair to that kid. Get over it. Be a grown up and get over it. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, that's rough. Thank you, Jerry. You're welcome. 
You read the next question? So we had a lots of lots of lots of comments about that one. A lot of people were saying my husband said um he wouldn't say if he had to live with a cloud over his head or if he felt like it was always going to be an issue or if he felt like his child was going to be treated unfairly. Um he would leave. So Aaron I said Aaron gave a good one. He did. I yeah. Aaron said, you shouldn't have to, and he's saying you shouldn't have to accept the child into your home. I believe you and your husband <laughs> should have the conversation about why the baby should move in. Oh, we didn't say move in, but you're right. God hasn't closed the door on us, so who are you to close the door on the baby? And yes, if my wife got pregnant, she would still be my wife. That's That's amazing. Not many men would say that. And I wasn't giving the, um, I wasn't saying that the child would never be able to come in the home. I was saying, I feel like a husband would have to be patient or I was speaking on honestly, the scenario that I gave you guys of somebody that I personally knew where the the child doesn't come into the home. I know I'm going to need some time. It ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it, period. I don't know why my screen is like this, and I don't like it like this. I agree that the child will have issues, and they will surface. Um, all right, next question. If you can't accept the husband, I just believe that it's his baby, and the baby should be welcome in the home with his dad. As y'all can see, I just wouldn't stay. Because you guys see how passionate I am about I just wouldn't stay. There will be no, it, it, there's just, there is no, that. that's where I draw the line. Period. Come on now, read. How do you remind yourself of self-worth? I think we need to lighten it up a little bit. How do you remind yourself of self-worth? I got to go back online. <laughs> Y'all have to say, no, nah, she ain't saying. <laughs> you better know it. It's not happening. How do you remind yourself of self-worth, guys? What do you do to let you yourself know that you are worthy? Me? That you matter. That you is kind, you is smart, <laughs> and you is impotent. So before we answer that question, it, we have about, what's your number say? We got about maybe 20 callers, 15, 15 20 callers. 15 people on the line. Thanks for rocking with us. Um, we need you guys to share the page. We're not going to be on here much longer, I don't think. We need you guys to share the page. We need you guys to like our page if you haven't already liked it. And make sure you do not start a watch party. We do not get the views, the number, the views um, counted towards us when you start a watch party. So last week it was the topic was sex and I mean a gazillion people. Did you guys see our numbers from last week's show? Lit. Amazing. So a lot of this. We did. We don't get the. Um, so thank you for everybody that has already shared the page. A nice amount of people has already shared the page. 
Um, we don't get those numbers when you guys start a watch party. So just make sure, even if you're doing something yourself, like if you're doing a podcast or anything like that, make sure the people don't start watch parties and they just share it um, <laughs> directly from your page. Oh. So how do you rem- use remind, what is it? <laughs> how do you remind yourself of self-worth? Every oh. time I walk past the mirror, Thurla said, my fine ass. <laughs> okay, that's a way. Okay. Um, I remind myself of self-worth by honestly speaking into just what Sterling said, speaking into myself. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't walk past the mirror and say with my fine self or nothing like that. But um, I definitely do um speak into myself because there's times, there's days where I kind of. You know, I'm not, I don't deal with low self-esteem anymore. That was something that I've dealt with before, previous, shoot, for years. But I don't deal with it anymore. And I make sure that if I get into a place where even if it's not about my appearance, it's about something that I'm feeling inside that's like emotional I'm I'm dealing with some type of emotions mm-hmm. if I feel like it's breaking my breaking me and knowing my worth I definitely speak into myself I definitely um I just I I've learned to acknowledge my own confidence if that makes sense I've learned to say okay you have grown from a place of low self-esteem you have transition from a place from low, of low self-esteem, of feeling broken, of feeling shame of different things, you know, of feeling certain kind of ways in a low place. And you've come, you've come from those places, you know, so, you know, I, I, I speak to my own confidence. If that makes any sense to anybody. It does. Yep. So that's what I do for my self-worth. I mean, there are so many different things for people who are not feeling like they are um, worthy or have that confidence. It's daily affirmations and stuff. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, I don't know if anybody ever heard of TED Talks. I like TED Talks. I never watched it before I heard of it. I've watched um, TED Talks before. Um, you got to you gotta affirm yourself. You got to do some daily affirmations. Pray. Definitely pray. Pray. You know, if you're praying, if you're the praying kind, pray. Pray. Talk to God, you know. Um oh, we definitely got to get to this one. Affirm. Okay. Yep. Definitely prayer. Prayer. Um, I Earlier today, I don't even know what, I don't know what happened. I kind of, like, some emotions just, like, poor. I was literally, I don't know what happened. I don't. I'm a woman. Sometimes I just don't know. Um. And my emotions just kind of like went haywire for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start crying, but I started feeling this heaviness. And I turned on my music, and I just really had to go into worship because I felt some some stuff just about to try to take over. Mm-hmm. And I be having to stop that stuff in its tracks because I know that I've been in a place, that place before, easy for that to come back. Right. So... I don't, yeah. So it, there is a lot of things you can do. Um, you want to read the cheese first or the depression? 
Well, let's go to the cheese. We definitely got to get to the depression one because that was from Shop Talk. After someone cheats, what makes you stay? No, sorry. Let me read the first part of it. Is cheating ever justified? And after someone cheats, what makes you stay? So is cheating so, ever justified? We got a two-part question. Is cheating ever justified? And after someone cheats, what makes you stay? Shut up, Rizzo. I, I'm telling you right now, I ain't staying if no baby comes. If no baby ever came yeah. into play, I ain't staying. But no baby will ever come into play. I speak that. Nah. So, you gonna answer that question first? Is cheating ever justified? Cheating, I think anything is, is, I think there is always going to, no. But I think, I don't think justified. Um, I think there, because there's, you can justify anything. Justification in your can be own in head. anything. But I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying justification can be anything. So is cheating ever justified? No, because you had a choice. Nope. I don't think it's ever justified. There's a choice in in, in cheating. Um, you don't you don't just cheat you don't cheat because you fell asleep and somebody climbed on top of you. You cheat because you made the choice in whatever bad situation you was in, however you were feeling, wherever your emotions were, you made the choice to, to cheat. cheat. So justification is only something that you put in, in your, your head. own mind for the reason why you ju- you did it. You did it. Period. So is it justified? He's talking about that rape. <laughs> so is it justified? No. no. Nope. Because you had a choice. Um, so the two parts, the second part to that is after someone cheats, what makes you stay? What makes you stay? Love. The love that you have for that person. Grace. Forgiveness. Um, those are my reasons. I stay because I was I'm in love with my husband. I love my husband. He's my best friend. Um, I felt that it was important to give him give him some grace because things weren't perfect. Things weren't this perfect white fence house fairy tale that you know you want to believe it is. Right. And that. In order to be forgiven for something that you do, even if it's not as as big to you, if you want to be forgiven for something, then you have to forgive, even if it's for the ultimate thing to you. And cheating, it was the ultimate thing to me. It was like the ultimate sin that you could do to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was just like a, uh, no, it's not happening. I ain't saying zero tolerance, okay? But the love um but it wasn't a, it wasn't just love it was you know among like, other things like i said it was 
the understanding of what transpired in that time. Forgiveness and grace. Because I did some jacked up stuff, you know, for real. Lorenzo said, forgive that damn baby then. (laughs) But the baby can't get no grace, Jerry said. (laughs) So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I said, I've always said that if my husband ever cheated, you know, I, you know, we wouldn't be together no more. But when we got past that part, it was a always, it, it, we've all, if there's no baby, I, I give, I'm, nope, zero, nothing. I know. No, it's nothing you can say to say to me, um, but you forgave that situation. I won't forgive that. That's the ultimate betrayal for me because there's ways around not getting somebody pregnant. That's the ultimate betrayal. There is no coming back from that. None. Zero. I ain't, ain't nothing y'all can say to make me feel bad because I don't. Jerry says you can't justify that. <laughs> there's nothing y'all can your phone died. No, it didn't. Our lives just No, it did not. How? I don't know. Something happened. Our live broadcast just stopped. Mine didn't. Yours delayed. But it didn't die. That thing was on a whole. Hi, guys. Did our thing stop? I hope it didn't. And my computer just <clears throat> doing some craziness. It's this uh, internet obsolete. I hope it didn't. Yeah. Did it? Mm-hmm. Oh, we still on um, Raw Talk, so you might want to keep talking. What happened? I don't know. What is it doing? What does it say? It's just recording. Oh, right. It's this internet. I don't. I don't think. I, maybe the people can still see us. Yeah. Oh, turn my volume down. What? The- She's not apologizing. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, I don't. My screen is all jacked up, y'all. Y'all gotta give it. A I don't know what is going on here, but we have a glitch in the in the. I think. I think I'm back. Okay. Um. Right. So I'm trying to get my stuff up. Comments. I got a message from somebody. Um, nobody was. My watch ain't go off. Nobody called. What happened? I don't know what was going on, but um, okay. So, um, we're gonna go to a different question. Mm, mm, 
here's a good one. How do you cope with daily living when you are in a state of depression? So I want to know what you guys think about that while we wait for DeWanna to get back. How do you cope with daily living when you're in a state of depression? And I can't comments, y'all. I don't know what's going on. With daily living when you're in a state of depression. Mm-hmm. Why? No, I don't just, I don't know. Stuff Did it is stop just, again? I don't, no, it didn't stop again. Oh, what question y'all Um, I just asked the question, how do you cope with daily living when you're in a state of depression? How do you cope with daily living when you're in a state of depression? Yes. Hmm. Um, maybe, I'm not sure. Let me think about it. You got an answer for that? I think it's really hard for depressed people to uh, cope with things. I think a lot of times people that are... I think it depends on the level of depression. Um, I can't see comments. Can you? Yeah. So they said prayer, God. So, yeah, I think, though, I think definitely prayer and God. But um, it's what do you say to, because I always go, I always ask this question because I am a Christian my first my first reaction used to be when somebody would ask me a question such as my first reaction would be you pray about it girl you do but as i've grown spiritually i realized that that question you're you're not i'm not going to always minister to a believer i'm not going to always minister to someone that prays or i'm not going to always minister to someone that has a relationship with god for me to be able to say you pray, you go to God. It's not always going to be that way. So what do you say to the person that isn't a Christian or doesn't have a uh, a relationship with God or even know how to pray, wouldn't know the first, wouldn't know the first thing of, of praying? What do you say to that person who says to you, what do I do when I'm depressed? Right. What do I do when I'm depressed? Or it's another one. That goes with that. So you guys can answer. Try to answer that. Uh, I think I put it on paper. Hmm. Paula said, "I I have people that reach out to me when they know I'm depressed." So she said, "Prayer and a good support system." I think that is um, awesome. Seek someone who can allow you to be truthful. My medication helps me. It's not a cure, but that's where my support system comes from. Let me cry. Let me break down. So, yeah, I definitely think that um, yeah, coping with depression and the, and the, and not and that they're not saying they're always depressed, but because they deal with depression, when they try to live a day to day life and just wake up depressed, 
you know, they, they, or they, or they'll go throughout the day and then depression just takes over. I would tell you to pray, but if you weren't someone that had a uh, prayer life or just didn't, um, I would definitely tell you my first thing would be, you write, you know, I always ask people, do you write things down? Because for me, writing is an escape go. It, it it allows me to escape from my physical body and my mind. It allows me to escape physically and to just be on paper and to write everything down, my, everything. So you can write. You can. Writing used to be one of the things that helped me out. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely, um, I would feel as if, I didn't have anybody to talk to. And I think that's the worst thing is when you don't have anybody to talk to and um, you're depressed or you feel like don't nobody really understands. You don't have any energy. I mean, it's different types of depression. You know, sometimes people just get, like you said, Duana, you can just be having an okay day and then all of a sudden you get down and you're depressed, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, for me, depression means something different. I'm talking about you can't get up out the bed. You can't do what you need to do for your family. You can't function regularly. You know, that's a different type of depression and you need to get seek some help. help. Mm -hmm. You definitely need to seek some help. Yeah. Because that type of stuff is, is, you know, it's a disease, you know, and it doesn't um, it has to be treated as such. You know, some some people are just more prone to depression than others. And it is what it is, and you got to do what's best for you. If you feel like you're not able to function properly, you got to do what you got to do. Lorenzo says stay busy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to oh, we're gonna go ahead and read the rest of the topics because it is. We got like 17 minutes left. All I can see, this is so hilarious. I'm about cheat laughing. This is so hilarious because he did he justify his cheating? All I see is forget that dang on baby. That's all I see. <laughs> I didn't say that I had anything against the child. As a child, I don't. But as I said before, I'm just not gonna stay. So y'all wouldn't even have to talk to me about this. Um Let's see. Um, <laughs> Lorenzo is laughing at you. I know. That's my brother. <laughs> okay, okay, Terry. Okay, I got you. Stop laughing, sir. Okay. How did I click on your husband? Oh, no. I clicked on the comment. Um, did we read everything off here? How do you know your purpose? How do you know your purpose here on earth? Okay, that's a really good deep question that we got. We got 15 minutes, y'all. Come on. How do you know your purpose here on earth? I think experience, one. Um, Experiencing different things in your life. And I also think that you have to 
pay attention to what your passion is. Um, I still don't know my purpose. So you have gifts, you have a purpose, um, and I really think that once you have to, so I'm the, <laughs> this going to go spiritual for me. So I'm not, there because I, there is, we all are given gifts. We are. We all have a purpose here on earth, and that's to use the gifts that God has given us. I don't care if you don't even talk about Jesus right now. You still were given a gift, okay? Right. right. Your gift, you use your gift for your purpose. Your purpose here on earth. Your gift, your purpose is to attract people. You are, you, you, I don't care how much of an introvert you are. You know, because that's what you always say. So, okay. I don't care how much of an introvert you are. You can, the way that you write, the way that you connect with people, if that camera was there and it's just your voice, you could connect to thousands of people with just the things that you say because you're passionate about the things that's going to come out. You are, you can, the, the way that you connect with people in your writing is something amazing because of what you lived. Look at I, I'm being serious. Because, oh. because of what you lived, you are a, that, that bridge to connect to people that have been through those things. So your purpose, your gift is to connect with your voice, connect with your writing. That's what it is, no matter how much of an introvert you are. Okay, moving on. Don't start. Moving on. I'm not saying anything. Uh-huh. Okay, so Jerry posed a good question. Mm-hmm. She said, what if you're passionate about multiple things? Then you have, we are not limited to one gift. We're not, li- we're not limited to have just one thing that we are per- we're put on here on earth to do. Mm. We're not. We're not limited to just one thing. I'm not limited to one thing in ministry. I'm not just limited to things in ministry. We we're here on a platform of emotionally empowered radio. Yes, I am in ministry, but this isn't a Christian platform. But you still minister to people. But but that's but it's still a wide variety of people. So my gift isn't God doesn't limit us. Right. No, I'm in not our saying in that. our gifts or in our what we're passionate about. We're supposed to be. Hmm, I saw that. We're supposed to be. We're supposed to be. Um, we're supposed to be activated in all the gifts that we we have, because it's just not going to be one. So whatever you're passionate in, Jerry, you passionate in ten, fifteen things. I'm passionate in a whole lot of stuff, and I'm talking about passionate. I'm passionate in my photography. I'm passionate in my writing. I'm pat y'all y'all ain't gonna believe what I wanted to be growing up. Never no radio, nothing. But I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be an anchor woman. Passionate in that. I'm passionate when with, with help. 
helping teenagers. I'm passionate with helping elders. I'm passionate with serving, period. So there's different. I'm passionate with raising my children. Like that's a passion of mine to raise a family, to build a family, to build an empire with my family. So you can be passionate about different, a whole lot of things. And you can have purpose on earth for all of those things that you're passionate in. So what do you say to the person who was really passionate about something and then they lost the passion for that thing? Figure out what it was that caused you to lose the passion. Um, Because a lot of times we lose the passion because it could be laziness, depression. It could be um, lack of money or, you know, things like that. Uh, It could just be that you just got so busy in life that you forgot about what your, you know, what, what, what your goal was for the thing that you were passionate about. Mm -hmm. I would say, go back and write all those things down of what, where you stop being passionate when you stop being passionate and kind of do a timeline of what happened in that time frame. And then I would say, write your vision out and make it plain. Write your vision out, your goals and your purpose of, you know, your passion, what you were passionate about. I would say write your vision and make it plain. Amen. Girl. (laughs) What? That amen thing cracks me up every time. (laughs) Um... Can you see a top? So it seems like I don't know what happened, but we lost a lot of viewers when the we little, did when the thing went when out. the little situation happened. So yeah. we are good. thankful for you guys for still being around with us. We are super thankful. We only got a couple of more questions. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So how many minutes we got on Blog Talk? That's, ten. That's how we gonna be ten minutes. Okay. Um. Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. This is a good one. If anybody wants to chime in on this one, because this is a really good one. Um, it's another spiritual question. So it's when you're called to the kingdom, how do you stay motivated to continue your spiritual walk? Woo. Come on, somebody. How do you stay motivated to continue your spiritual walk? Motivated, I would say you have to stay active in ministry. I would use me. Okay. So I've got off of I've got off of um the path where I wasn't motivated anymore in ministry. I stopped going to church. I stopped yeah, I just stopped going to church, everything. Stop being singing, stop singing, stop Stop um, nursing at church. Stop being in ministry, period, okay? Um, What pushed me back to, you know, into church, I won't even get off into that. But what keeps me motivated to continue my spiritual walk is being active in ministry, Um, my prayer life, and knowing my... Actually knowing what what my purpose is, what my calling is, um, knowing it and being willing to be obedient to the call, 
motivates me. It motivates me um, all the time, even on, even on days when I want to give up, because there's times where I want to give up. There's times where I'd be like, to for, seriously, on a serious note, I give up. I feel like I'm the only one in my house that's carrying this, and, you know, I, I do. It's, there's been times, and I have to, again, talk my, myself or I have wise counsel around me that talks me back, you know, and I always remember that I can still carry the glory, carry God's glory, even in my brokenness, even when I want, even on days where I want to give up, I can still, um, walk out my process. All right. Jerry says she is trying to get back to church, but the struggle is real. That's understandable, but you know, oh, does she have some more to it? Uh-uh. So I say to people that are trying to get back to church, but, you know, it's a struggle for you. I say start at home. Start, you know, if you're not already doing the things at home, like, Cause can I, I mean, use you? Yeah. Like Ebony. Ebony still has her relationship that she that she has with God. Ebony still fast. Ebony still pray. Ebony still can, you know, she's still used to to God the way God wants her to be used, even though she's not in the church. Um, I definitely think it's important to keep to not be stagnated in the place of, you know, even though you're not in the actual church, right. you can't still have a relationship with God. You can't still uh, worship. You can't still read your read your word. You can't still minister to people because how many people can you say, Jerry, for real, that because you're in a traveling business, there are some things that you could say to people mm-hmm. in the traveling business. There's some things that you could say to people that is ministering to some to somebody. There's something that you said to me in my inbox that that was ministry. You encouraged me. That's ministry. So I just think that we can't. I don't. I, I think it's important to be in church, in a church home, because it's a foundation. But I don't think that we should get so caught up into saying that, because people get caught really caught up into church folk, religious folk get caught up into saying, you don't go to church, you can't have no relationship. You you ain't right if you ain't going to church, and that's not true, because there's ministry. It hairstylists got a ministry because they deal with people. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Uh, I went to church enough as a kid to last me for the rest of my days. There's a lot of people that say that same thing. Um, I am definitely trying to look for trying. Trying. I, I wholeheartedly believe this. Wholeheartedly, Eugene, believe that if you were in church your whole childhood, I wholeheartedly believe that before you leave this earth, you will be back in church. I wholeheartedly believe that when God calls you, especially when he calls you at a young age and you've been in church your whole life, I wholeheartedly believe that some way, somehow, you're going to get back in church. Yeah, no church is definitely going to be perfect. I'm looking for a church home. I really am. Um, Eventually. It's not like on the top, 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 top of my priorities. I understand. 
but but you still you still do ministry. So you know, and when when you decide to take that leap or take that walk and go into the church and go actually into the church building, the church house, you know, then that'll be your process because we're all walking through a process. You just got to remember that. You got to remember to walk forward through your process and not stand still, not go backwards, but walk forward through your process. Um, we read all the questions. We read all the questions. We made it through, y'all, with three minutes to spare. All right. So, three minutes to spare. Terry said, I keep my circle small in church so I could care less who's talking about me. Oh, because Jerry made a comment. She said, I think I left the church because churchy folks are super judgmental. I grew up in the church. I was all I was always there. Yep, that's a lot of that's a reason why a lot of people leave the church because people are judgmental. And to piggyback on Terry's comment or Lorenzo's comment, his name we call him Terry, y'all. I don't think I'm just calling him something I made up. Um, you can keep even when you keep your circle small. I think for people that have been pushed out of church or left the church because of judgmental people, I think we have to be mindful of that as church, as people that are in the church. We have to be mindful of everybody is not in the same place that you're in. Everybody ain't going to have thick skin because you tell me my, 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 I'm sure too much cleavage. That may be offensive to somebody else. It might not be offensive to me, but it'll be offensive to somebody else. So even within keeping your circle small, if Somebody in your circle, Terry, that are that's dealing with the spirit of rejection, or they're dealing with the spirit of fear, or they're dealing with some some emotional issues from their mother, or anything like that, some rejection from their mother, or you things like that. And a woman of God come up to a woman of God come up to them and say, "Uh uh-uh, uh, that that's too short. No, uh, you you don't you don't come to church like that, or they come at you looking like that. Everybody ain't strong." to accept that type of correction or that type of nastiness because it's disgusting to me, actually, that when they do that kind of stuff. I've had a woman in church come pull me to the side, y'all. She didn't pull me to the side. She um, she didn't pull me to the side, but she came to me and she was like, um, you got way too much cleavage showing. Don't know men out there need to be um listening to you sing and watch and trying to hear um the preacher preach and and watching you bounce all over the place oh look at her my mouth smart so that wasn't that was but that could have ran me out the church that one comment mm-hmm, 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 i don't mm-hmm. comment about the church you why not cuz they need to hear it listen Mm-mm. My, I have a whole situation about why I don't go to church, and no, we ain't even got time for it. So are we getting? I've been a nobody in church and an underdog lie. So if I met, so if I made it through, cause I knew I was never good enough for the church folks. You a lie? You ain't. You been a what? Tim boy, the leader of the mind ministry. I, I can. I'm telling somebody from gray to gray. 
I'm going to start a church. You going to start a church, Eugene? He ain't talking. You know what? And James said he's going. Mm-hmm. All right, we got how many seconds? Blog talk ain't going to make prayer, huh? Three. Blog talk ain't going to make prayer. Well, nobody's doing blog talk anyway. All right, so, guys, it's, it's 10 o'clock. No, we're not talking about why I left the church. Jerry's talking about why Ebony left the church next episode. Nope, nope, nope. No, we don't. We do not have time, Angela. No, we do not. What? Have time? They want to know why I left the church. My husband, yep, my husband doesn't go to church. My husband is a PK, y'all. So my husband 